in the mix. In the mix. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. listening to the hottest internet station. Oh, my God. I know you're going to dig this. Millie Rock with Terrence and Lindsay. I can't rap, so I'm going to keep her Millie. Welcome to another show. I'm your host, T, and that's Lindsay Liz, and you're in the mix with me. Hey, I got one. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Happy belated Labor Day weekend. Terrence, how was your weekend? Right. It was boring, man. I didn't get a burger. Like, I wanted some cookout food, and couldn't no one hold me down. I ain't got no grill, so I couldn't grill. What about you? <laughs> I tell you on that, everybody was having pool parties or quote-unquote cookouts going food. They're like, oh, like, oh, the chicken ran out. You know, people begin like, six pieces of chicken, and then that'd be it. So, right, you right. know, it wasn't. But Atlanta was popping, though. It was Luda Day weekend. So, you know, our celebs came out here or whatever. Um, they made it in America was going on. It was a lot going on this weekend. It was, though. It was. I ain't know about the ludicrous stuff. Why you ain't give me no invite? You know, you always be going to stuff and don't invite nobody. Come on now. No, neither, because listen, listen to me. I'm not paying them fees to go to these clubs that I see all the time just because a few extra celebs are there. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So you ain't party. You ain't party not once. You ain't you ain't shake a tough feather one time. <laughs> not one time. No, I lied. I went to one place called Aretha Lounge, and it was like a, a club lounge, whatever. You know, apparently in Atlanta, everything got to be a section now. But we were there for a little bit, but you know, they... It's a lot of Nigerians in Atlanta. I didn't realize that. So that was pretty much that whole setup. But, you know, it was great, though. You know, Nigerians be getting down. So I can't even, you know, can't even. Mm, you know, back to work this week. So it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, back to reality. Back to reality for us, unfortunately. But at least we get to go to work, you know, real, live a regular life. You know, people in Houston are still suffering. But the good thing is, you know, a lot of the country is coming together to, you know, you know mm-hmm. help them out. Random people are just going down there driving, not even taking flights. Like, gas is, prices are outrageous now. And people are driving yeah, down there. in Dallas, too. Yeah, so people are just doing what they can to give. And I think that's amazing. You know, finally, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say this and, you know, put this into perspective, but maybe, you know, all this negativity with racism, you know, was part of God's plan in the Hurricane Harvey to bring everyone together. I don't know. But, you know, hey, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Who knows? Who knows? Completely agree. And you know the craziest thing is Twitter people really underestimate the influence of Twitter. Like they literally had Joel Osteen like literally back to back in multiple memes basically trying to play him down for people who don't know. Um, Joel Osteen was getting basically trashed because he didn't open his church doors to the evacuees. Um so a lot of people felt like, you know, you can literally put I think what is it, over like 500,000 people or something in there. It's like 70,000, something like that. It's like a size of a football stadium. That thing is huge. Yeah, it's like a lot of people he can um, hold in his church, and people felt the type of way. So Joe Osteen finally replied and basically was telling people that 
it used to, I guess, it used to be a stadium, as you were saying, and it used to flood at the bottom. So he was saying a little, um, they got floodgates now, but he was saying some water did start to seep into the church, so they didn't feel like it was safe enough to let people in yet. But your key so word I right guess, there was used to, used to. It wasn't flooding at that time. You've seen that video. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I've said, seen it. I mean, I'm not sure Saving people, so I'm not really surprised. It took time forever to get there. 
I'm just saying Twitter dragged her. Twitter Twitter let her be known that she had heels on. And I was I was just laughing, just looking at Twitter, just dying. Yo, Twitter is still undefeated. Every time I fuck every time we get in the show we say that. No, honestly, because it gets worse and worse each time. <laughs> like, <laughs> our, but in a way, I feel like Twitter, Twitter's been very helpful because people who think they can get away with stuff, they don't anymore. For example, um, in Georgia, not too far from me, um, there was a cop, an officer, and I want to say it was in Cobb County. He pulled this um, Caucasian woman over, and she was talking to him and basically expressing that she was nervous about him pulling her over. And he was basically saying, like, you have nothing to worry about because we only kill black people. And now, according to mm. the news this week, he decided to retire. Now, what do you think about that? Like, what was the point of even saying all that and now you retire? Like, what you thought you was never going to be caught? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Like, why even say something like that? That's just sickening and sad. I don't get it. And then for you to blatantly admit it, it's like, for anybody to say, oh, all cops aren't racist in this and the third. Like, it's a blatant example, you know? And and it honestly sucks because I feel like when you have a platform as big as Twitter and people see stuff like that, it makes them kind of guarded to, you know, being open to loving and embracing other races. Um, and we know everybody's not a racist. Like, for God's sakes, I was at the pool this weekend, and this Caucasian guy literally grilled some chicken for me and, like, seven of my friends and just brought it over there just off the genuineness of his heart. So, everybody's not like that but to see that it's officers who act like that and they're the ones who are actually you know can legally hold a weapon that's kind of a scary thing you know so i don't know i don't know how we get around that but i think something needs to be put in place because it's no reason why all these cops should be feeling like they can do whatever they want to people and i mean thank god he retired but imagine for all the ones who haven't you know yeah it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and how old was this guy how old was he I don't even know, but he didn't seem that old. He seemed like, you know, most people be like, oh, you would expect that from somebody who was, like, older and from, was from back in the day and still holding on to, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, way back in the day racism type stuff. But, like, he wasn't that old. Like, I want to say maybe mid-30s, 40s. So, he wasn't too old. Mm, mm, mm. That's a shame. You would, you would think someone at that age would, you know, be more adult, like a dark figure. But I guess... Then again, maybe that's just how they were brought up and how they were raised. But he wasn't that old. So that's why I asked that question. I'm thinking, like, maybe he's in the 50s, 60s, you know. It's still stuck a little bit in the past. But if he's mm-hmm. 30s, 40s, and it's a new day, man, new generation. Come on, man. You got to change. Agree. I completely agree. And speaking of change, so as Twitter keeps going, you know, we've been following this whole Usher situation. And apparently, and I don't know how true this is, because honestly, uh, the plus-size woman, I'm not even going to give her too much light, whatever her name is. She um, posted something, I guess, on maybe Snapchat or whatever, saying, like, oh, when that $20 million hits your bank account, and was basically insinuating that Usher paid her off on the low. Now, how true that is, I don't know. We didn't see any copy of a check or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had been reported before to try to get a lot of artists um, and scam them pretty much. So, I mean, do you feel like he really paid her under the table, or do you feel like this is just her still trying to find some relevance? I mean, for I wouldn't put it past him. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you pay somebody under the table? I mean, it sounds so sad to say, but wouldn't you pay somebody under the table so they wouldn't, you know, blow this out of proportion? Because now it's getting worse and worse and worse. 
It, I don't know, man. This whole situation. I feel like you would, but with her, I feel like she's just reaching for attention. You know what I mean? Because her, her whole thing is just she's just about the money. And it's kind of sick because whether she was exposed or whatever, but she doesn't have it. Like, for you to get 20 mil off of that and you dragging this man through the mud, and that's not even in comparison to the other people who were saying stuff, I just feel like something about it just seems real scam-like. I don't know. For you to have done this to, like, multiple artists, like, just, I can't speak for the rest of the women, but for her specifically, I'm not really sold. And it's gotten to the point where, in a way, it's kind of works in his favor because nobody really believes that, like, that will be the chick that Usher will mess with. But then again, you don't know. Right. So it's just like, oh, that's messy. <laughs> so messy. Yeah. I mean, but do you think he should just admit what all is happening yeah. to like a press? Or do you think he that would like to. harm him? No, he got it's better to admit. Let the light come out cuz it's eventually you know the truth will always come out of the darkness and it's better just to throw it out there now. You look bad for a minute, but at least you mm-hmm. came out. Just like when he came out back right. in the day when you know he cheated and you know all this other stuff with his girl. It's better look. It's better to come out now. Mm-hmm. Didn't be that fool. I'm just, just trust me, Usher. Trust me, brother. I feel like that. I feel you because it, it does take more to keep building up a whole bunch of stories to cover up your truth, whether it you know it's something that didn't happen or not. You know, but I mean at the same time he could be thinking in his mind like, you know, it's not really everybody's business, blah blah blah. But it's just it sucks because like his, I guess you could say brand equity as an artist has really just kind of been tampered with. So. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens with that. But um, one person I would definitely say we need to keep in prayers um, in addition to Usher and, you know, everybody in the Harvey situation is Lil Wayne. Um, He's yeah, apparently he's still been having a few. What's going on? So, support, I mean, supposedly, well, not supposedly, allegedly he was found unconscious in a Chicago hotel room um, and he had to cancel his Las Vegas uh, performance, you know, Lil Wayne was suffering seizures back in 2013, and you know he's epileptic, so of course he's still gonna have some seizures. Um, a little update about it now: his daughter just came out and said, you know, his dad, her dad is doing fine, and you know, thank you everyone okay. for his prayers. So that, you know, that's that's good to hear. Um, I, I just want to know who found him. It's a good thing someone actually found him in the hotel room, because you know, mm-hmm. if he was at home, someone could have found him quicker. But, you know, just being in a hotel room, you never know, you know, who's going to find you. I'm guessing maybe a security guard or I don't know who found him. But uh, big up to that person who did. But isn't that scary, though? Because he's been dealing with this for a while. So I'm like, why don't they have somebody, like, on standby for him just in case something does happen? Because, I mean, God forbid, you know what I mean? Like, he's been having these for years. Like, this isn't, like, something new. So... I don't know if there's anything they can do medically to, like, avoid it. And, I mean, obviously, whatever it is, they, he got the money to do so. But that's just scary, you know, for him to just keep dealing with it. And I don't know if it's, like, drug-related or, you know, for the, like, lean and stuff he's been drinking. I don't know. But I don't know. I think he's a really great artist. And, I mean, it's sad when you even see the whole thing between him and Baby because it's, like, I think, honestly, we could use some of his, like, lyrical content, you know, nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. But... I don't know. My my prayers go out to him because that's sad. And I can't even imagine, you know, for him and his family and his kids and stuff, like, how mm. scary that is that your dad's having seizures. Like, multiple ones at that. You know? Yeah, he, he keeps having them every few years. And it's like, 
you gotta wonder as a as a child about your dad, like when would this big one come and take his life? Not you know, God forbid it would happen, but it's a possibility, mm-hmm. and you keep like, man, doctor, what what can we do? Like, what can we do? And it's always a scary thought in the back of your mind. Yeah, that's definitely so. Players go um, up to him, and this story is kind of sad to me. I mean, I literally just found it out this morning, but Kiki Wyatt, who's an amazing, amazing R&B singer, um, she basically got on Instagram and publicly told everyone that her husband wants a divorce from her. And um, but basically, Kiki Wyatt, like, recently cut all her hair off because I think one of her um, children, like, had cancer, so she was kind of doing it so they weren't alone um, and losing their hair. And she's also expecting another child, and he basically, she was basically hinting that he never trusted her and all of these other things and how she, you know, let her emotions get the best of her. Um, but, you know, mind you, she's pregnant, so that just kind of comes with it. And she was just telling Twitter that they can drag him if they want to. And I just feel like that's so sad. Like, I don't know what the deeper issue is, and they've had issues before. Like, they've been on, you know, that couples therapy show and all of that. But do you feel like when a, a woman is, like, pregnant and you have kids and they're dealing with all of that, do you feel like, even if you wanted to divorce her, like, that that's the right time to do it? Or do you feel like you should, like, wait, you know? You got to wait. You, you mm-hmm. got to you gotta wait. I mean, don't you don't you think wait is the best option or do you disagree? I would because I feel like either – okay, put it this way. I would say you either need to do that before you decide to have another child with her or you need to wait till after she delivers because to blame her as far as being emotional, because, first of all, we already know – Kiki White is kind of wild, and that's just her personality. But for you to try to do it in between her, you know, dealing with the fear of her child having cancer, and honestly, cancer is no joke. Like, I've had people in my life personally who, you know, um, have been dealing with it, and it really takes a toll on you. And then just imagine for a kid, you have to really be on your A game to make sure their immune system, um, you know, is strong and that they are physically always kind of on top of their game because the slightest infection or cold or anything, and they can be taken out. So um, I just think with that and her being pregnant and for you to feel like, hey, I want to divorce you and kind of just leave you to handle all of this by yourself, I don't feel like that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, uh, I, I, that situation is sticky. I'm, I'm going to stay out of that one because <laughs> I, I, I don't want no, no trolls on my Twitter coming at me. <laughs> Saying you you nothing but a man. You want to not not nope. I'm staying out this one. I learned. I learned. Nope. Nope. Don't put me in this one, Lindsay. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll I'm afraid to just go up to both of them because I mean I don't know what stuff they've been dealing with over the years and stuff, but I will say like just uh, don't ever have someone, especially not a pregnant woman who's also dealing with y'all sick child, just to make her feel alone. Even if you decide to be divorced, if he can at least still be there and be supported, I think that's better than nothing, you know? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Prayers go up to her, but Pray, on the positive We're praying for everybody. Sheesh. I am. We got to. Okay. We got to. I, I said, like, I'm saying, like, sheesh, it's a, lot, it's a lot going on this week. Sheesh. Yeah. But I will say there was some positive stuff going on. I thought it was so cute. And Made in America, how they had all these pictures of Cardi basically, like, hugging Beyonce and even hugging her mother. I just think that was so cute. Do you think they would do, like, a collab or something? Look, what you want me to say? Want me to say, oh, that was so cute, girl. I see no, that. I no. want to know if you <laughs> think they collab on some music or They, not. maybe. Only reason I say maybe, 
because Cardi B's on a, you know, up and coming. But mm-hmm. at the same time, does Beyonce want to be seen with Cardi B, you know, kind of being... Beyonce is like... Naked. No, but look, look, look. Cardi, Cardi's ratchet, but Cardi doesn't care. Cardi's our own world. That's what I like about Cardi. She ain't fake mm-hmm. for nobody. But, like I said, Beyonce's on a whole nother level. Do you want to, you know, be like Beyonce classy with a little bit of Cardi B ratchet song, you know? It probably would pop. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, does she want to make that move yet? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I would see. This is the thing. I will say, and I'll give this to Beyonce, like, she's not really afraid of, like, adjusting with the times. And I think that's really helped her just in her career in general. She doesn't look at the younger generation like, uh, I don't really want to, like, partner or work with them. You know what I mean? Because even when people thought Nikki was so bizarre and crazy and wore the, like, mask and all that stuff to the war shows, Beyonce was still, you know, rocking with her. I think at the end of the day, they recognize, you know, talent. So whether or not they do a song together, I don't know. But it's always interesting to me, the people who are like, oh, well, you know, Beyonce's hanging with Cardi now. So, you know, I guess she's not, you know, hanging with Nicki Minaj. But why do you think people want them to be so bad? I don't know. I guess they just want to top and knock off the top. I don't know. It, it, it really... People just making up beef because they just wanted the beef. I guess the best of the best right now. That's why they wanted the beef. Who knows? Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's it's sad. I feel like people just always want this beef between women. And it's like, I don't want to say it's different when it's men because there's like more male rappers than it is female. But, I mean, I feel like there's only but so many female rappers in the game. And, like, besides Remy Ma and Nicki, like, Cardi's the next like female that's up and coming that has really made her presence known in the game to the point where she's been trumping the men you know and it's like rare that happens every few years or so so i just feel like if anything they can band together like have a little you know okay beef musically cool or whatever like in between lyrics but other than that i don't feel like it should go beyond that you know what i'm saying so i don't know we'll see but i thought it was super cute it was it was cool it was cool but you know my Thing, things that I think is cool. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna say what I want to say. But yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I wish I was there. Shout out to my friends who were there. Uh, but y'all ain't give me no tickets, so y'all ain't y'all ain't real. But next year, you know, next year, we, maybe Lizzie, maybe we'll be there. Me in America, we'll be out there. But it was raining, so I don't think we missed too much. I wasn't paying no tickets to see nobody in the rain. Yeah, agreed. And that and that was yeah something for me. I was glad I didn't go. But also, oh yeah, happy belated birthday to Beyonce. I don't know if you I saw, but everyone's doing these like listen, okay. That, that's that's what I was about to say. That's why I caught, caught myself. I let you have it. I caught myself. That's that's what I was really about to say. <laughs> Everybody was doing the cutest formation tributes. Like even Michelle Obama did it. Like if that doesn't tell you what type of level Beyonce is on, I don't know what else you need to know. But that is a queen for you, okay? Like, happy, but and if she's 36, I would never even guess. Like, Beyonce literally still be running, like, the best of them and literally gives these young girls a run for their money. So, happy birthday, girl. Lizzie, Lizzie, one time. Go ahead, do the female. Ow. Go on. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know I ain't got no sense. I ain't got no sense. Look, look, look. But look, okay, we got to talk about this. Can we talk about power? I'm so upset. We got to wait all the way to like, what, June, July of 2018 to see what's going to happen next season. All I need to know is Dre needs to get cut off the show. 
That's all I'm saying. I'm sick of him. Ghost gave him an option to change his life for the better. And what do he do? Stab him right in the back. That sucker. Uh, okay, let me let me say this. Dre, besides him, really pissed me off. I am glad, in a way, though, that the son was the one who kind of took out Ray Ray. Because at first, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous because I was like, something tells me Ghost going to walk in and he going to be looking for Ray Ray. Ray Ray not in the building and he going to mess around and shoot his father. Like, a lot of things were going through my head, but <laughs> thank God it panned out the way it did. But um, shout out to Marcus for kind of pointing out to me, like, the parallels between you know, um, the son and basically Ghost character because I guess when the first season started, like, Ghost was pretty much cleaning up himself the same way after he, you know, murdered somebody and we first see, you know, who his character is and his son pretty much had to do the same thing. So it was really interesting to see, but, man, I'm, I'm worried for Tasha, man, because she's about to take the rap for her son and she needs a lawyer, but she can't love yeah. her man because she said, who's one? It's a lot going on. It is, though, like, I respect her for what she did. Man, if she don't remind me of a modern-day black woman, they would do anything for their kids, and she's taking a rap for her son. But this whole predicament wouldn't be the issue if Tyreek wasn't being a little fool and trying to be a little thug. This a guy killed. Yeah, mom might go to jail. Whole family messed up. I think Angela, she wanted to protect them, but they Mm -hmm. were just trying to let her. Cause she told him, she told both of them, if you know yeah. you get caught, you will get a death penalty. And I cannot help you. You can. I think she still cares for Jamie. She still, whatever she says, she doesn't love him. She still has feelings for him. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, but do you think knowing all the stuff that she did about them potentially thinking it was Ray Ray and stuff like that, and how she was like, oh well, you know, Tasha, if you do this, he is gonna get the death penalty. Do you think she's going to kind of look out for them, or do you think she's still going to, like, really take her job serious? Because now, now she's heading the force, you know what I mean? It ain't like she's just another member on the team. What do you think? I'm, I'm not the writer. I would hate to be the writer right now because I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I how, know. You, how you twist this. Because, like, at the end of the day, I feel like you could put it in a route where, you know, Tasha came to see me. No, you can't even say that because that, that would mess your job up. Um, shoot. I don't know. Dang. I yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's messy because <laughs> I'm like, is she gonna risk her job for him twice? I don't know. Like, cause I do no, she, she still does. She can't. A soft spot for him, but if she does it this time, she's screwed. And I think the black lady sees that almost a little bit. And then that girl who snitched, I cannot for the life figure out which episode Ghost and Tommy killed her. Who, who did they kill? And they whispered to her ear that was snitching. It, it was. It was her, I want to say her boyfriend or something. I think it was, like, the very first season um, that they had killed. And basically, like, um, she recognized his voice in last week's episode when he was on the news with um, Lorenz Tate. So, pretty much, like, she put two and two together and was like, oh, I think that's the guy who did blah, blah, blah. And she was blindfolded. So, they're kind of, in a cool way, the writers brought something from first season now to the present time. So, I don't know. But do you like them being... With Kanan, or do you feel like he's gonna try to like do some sneaky stuff behind their back? Nah, nah, I like to be with Kanan because at the end of the day, Ghost told him he was supposed to kill him, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So he he still showed a little bit of loyalty, even though he put you away. He did it for he did it for a reason. He said, you know, he had to think bigger, and you wasn't thinking big, so he put you away. Mm-hmm. He got more bread out of it. At the end of the day, Kanan got his money too. 
He got he robbed him, but he still got his bread. He's doing good. And he don't like Dre. Yeah. Dre double crossed him. Dre tried to kill him. Well, tried to help help ghost kill him. So it's like okay. at the end of the day, I feel like they're they're it's they're not family, but they are technically family. So it's kinda like family over new new dude on the block. Dre needs Dre needs to get it anyway because he's he's playing too many sides of the field, and he killed he killed father, father Donovan. Why, why? <laughs> it's just oh, man, it's so messy. I can't oh, I can't wait till next season because I feel like now Tommy's gonna get his dad and his side involved. So I feel like that that's going yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait, and I, I'm curious to see if Tariq's gonna play more of a a role now, though, in like the hood life that his father has going on. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like now his father knows, okay, he's apparently about that life. You know, whether he wants to be or not. So it's like, do you he play was, into that and have your? He was on drugs though. He he was on that he was on that you know that codeine. You know he was <laughs> he he won't yeah. think it straight. He he so. <laughs> He told his mom, he said, I don't feel bad for it neither. She was like, I know. <laughs> so that's why I was like, yeah, Tariq, Tariq gone. But, okay, let's let's also talk about Insecure, though. So the Lawrence Hive and the, the Easter crew, they was going in on each other about, like, this was finally the moment where you see both characters kind of go off in frustration about basically Lawrence cheating and Easter basically saying, well, you didn't have anything going on for yourself, like, do you feel like, okay, let me just a backstory for anybody who's not caught up on Insecure. So in the first season, Issa cheats on Lawrence. Um, she was dating him for like four years or so, and Lawrence didn't have a job at all. Like he had a degree, but he did not have a job at all and was just sitting around at the house all day. So when Lawrence finally gets a job, he starts working at Best Buy for a little bit. And then after that, he actually lands a job in his field. But by then, Issa's kind of already turned on to this like producer guy that, you know, always had this unexplored love for and she just kind of to see where it was going to go and so she cheats on Lawrence. Now in this new season you kind of see how their lives are moving on from their breakup and you know her cheating so do you think do you think she was justified in her cheating or do you feel like she should have just been like you know what let me just break it off with you like you just need to get yourself together and obviously you're not for me right now or do you feel like she just genuinely made a mistake? Be honest with you Lindsay? I don't even watch the show. I saw so Okay, so that's why I just filled you in. So I know you did. I know you, I did. <laughs> Look, but cheating or cheating not, I don't know. You ain't supposed to cheat. I'm not a person to cheat. So, um, ladies, I'm a good guy. I don't cheat. So he, she shouldn't oh, have cheated. Dude. This what? is not who I'm <laughs> Uh, well, anybody else who watches Insecure, because Terrence uses that as his own calling card, clearly. Um, you know, what? what? That was that was genuine. That was that was genuine. That came straight from the heart. You should never cheat. Yeah, I'm sure. that, so that's my answer <laughs> to your question. You never cheat. She was in the wrong. She was in the wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, for anyone who watches Insecure, feel free to hit us on Twitter and tell us what you think, because I'm I'm really curious to see what the what the two sides think about, you know, him going off and calling her a hoe and all this other stuff. He, yeah, Lawrence got off. But as enough of that, let's just go ahead and switch into sports. What's going on on that side of town? Well, 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 technically this is sports, but it's not sports. I guess you could say it's a little bit of both. So the actor, I don't know if you've seen this, Lindsay, but the actor Michael Rappaport, 
you know, he came for Alonzo Ball because Alonzo Ball said Nas was in rap. Now, what in the world would you think mm. Nas is not rap? Nas is one of the greats. He's up there, like, lyrically. He has you thinking outside of the box. Like, come on now. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to be all vulgar, what, you know, Michael said. But if you want to go on our Twitter, at in the mix, two underscores, you can catch the whole video right there. But he cooked Lonzo, basically, you know, saying he's not for the culture, shoes are too expensive, and this and this. That man went in. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Lizzie? Did you watch the video? I did, and he, he, first of all, he seemed really angry, and I was I was surprised that he stepped in and was, like, so passionate about it, but I don't understand why why did Lonzo Ball say that? Like, that was kind of random to me, so what was his angle for even saying it? Probably just Lonzo being Lonzo, stay relevant. I mean, regardless, the, the man is ignorant, but he has a marketing scheme. He's a smart man. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he just said that to get some publicity, you know, get someone, and say something back, just like Michael Rappaport did, who's a well-known mm-hmm. actor. He's been in the game forever. He's from New York as well, so he's not playing that. So he's going to give a piece of his mind. Mm-hmm. Very true. I don't know. I think, I guess, it's like you said, he kind of is pulling a, a, a Floyd to some extent where he knows that people want him to act a certain way, so he's doing it to, you know, remain relevant, so... I don't know. And, I mean, that could genuinely be his opinion, but, you know, best believe people were like, uh-uh. But just imagine imagine had it been Jay-Z, boy. <laughs> Ooh, it's been a whole nother ball game. I'll tell you that. See, I, I, I think the reason he got lucky, because it goes, it went viral, but if it went, like you said, if it was Jay-Z, it went super viral. Ooh, Lonzo would have got cooked. We still would have been talking about this, like, three weeks from now. They would have went in on this man. But, Regardless, he still got cooked a little bit, so I'm satisfied. I don't know about you, but someone needed to put him in his place for saying some stupid stuff like that. Um, yeah. Next off is PGA Golf. Okay, fellas and ladies, everyone who follows golf, I am sorry. I know the basic about golf. You know the basics. I don't know the most, so I'm just gonna fill y'all in what I know, Lindsay. If I'm wrong about something, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be wrong. I'm gonna be correct, but. I'm not going to go into depth about it. So, um, in the PGA, you know, championship with Dell, Justin Thomas actually won. He's from the U.S. I can say actually won. I can, like, he's not good, but he won. Um, he was ranked number 34th in the world uh, coming into that tournament, and he came out first. And that was – he only had one tour victory before that. So, shout out to him, man. He did good. And who came in second place was uh, another American – um, J- uh, Dustin Johnson. So, uh, shout out to him. Okay, preach you with some golf news. Okay, switched it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jordan. Jordan Speth. Jordan Speth. My bad. Jordan Speth. I can correct myself. <laughs> it's okay. This, this is his. But uh, yeah. But then uh, CBS. What? <laughs> Whatever, whatever. That's the y'all. This is the first time we really talked about golf, unless it was like Tiger Woods or Fletcher. Dang, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, why does the music always stops when you say something reckless? Yeah, that's. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. <laughs> go ahead. But that's all I got for golf. Look, y'all, come on our Twitter. In the mix, two underscores. Let me know more golf or Facebook in the mix online radio or IG in the mix underscore online radio. And tell us more about golf. We need to be hip. 
Actually, we need someone that's talk about golf on our team. So come be part of the team and tweet because we need somebody like you. All right. Now, yeah. we can go to football, something I know, college football. So oh. USC did something new that I want to say, honestly, not any other team has ever done, but probably more than likely no other team has ever done this. So they were up. They scored a touchdown, and they have a blind player on their team. He's been blind since uh, he was 12. He lost one of his eyes. Um, now, they decided to put him in in the fourth quarter with probably like three, four, or five minutes left in the game because uh, they was already up. You know, the game was up enough to where they was going to win. They notify the other team and the ref. So the ref tapped him on the shoulder when it was ready for him to hike the ball. He snapped the ball. He's a long snapper. He snapped it to the field goal kicker, and a kicker kicked it in. It was good. I thought that was one of the most courageous things I've seen in college football in a long time. So shout out to USC for even putting him in the game. That was that was dope. I love football. Oh, I can't wait. I'll tell you one thing. They had the Florida and Alabama game this weekend, and it was so packed in Atlanta because they had it at the new um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, yeah, it was, it's quite an experience. I think even if you don't go to the game, just go to the tailgate. It's such a, like, fun experience. Some people got, like, the TVs outside and stuff. So, yeah. Even in the girls for girls, too. I would say get into football season, especially for y'all who are looking for a man. Listen, you'll find one out there. He may not want to talk to you during the game, but yeah. <sighs> so shout out, yeah, shout, shout out to Jake Olson, man. That that was that was dope. Even uh, Pete Carroll, who used to coach at USC, who's now the head coach uh, of the Seattle Seahawks, said he cried. See, look at that. grown men cried to see some things like this. You got feelings too, awesome. right? <laughs> some some of y'all, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, in other college football, like you say, you know, Florida State, that Florida State game, man. And Alabama, that game was popping. But then again, it wasn't because, you know, Florida State special teams just kept messing up. Every time you look, fumble, interception, fumble, something stupid. It gave Florida State momentum. I'm I'm sorry, Alabama momentum. Before you know it, it was up a couple touchdowns. Then Florida State State tried to come back, and the quarterback got hurt in the fourth quarter. And news broke yesterday that he is out for the rest of the season. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. Man, that has to suck. As you just started. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. First game of the season. You know, my thing was, I know they were trying to, you know, probably get him more repetition and snaps and everything. But it's in the fourth quarter. Like, you wasn't, you know, you wasn't coming back. Why not take him out of the game? But I know you got to keep playing to the, you know, the whistle, you know, to the end of the game and everything. But Francois, he's out for the season, man. That, that, that's, that's tough. That's going to hurt. Oh, what is he going to do now? Well, I guess he's just going to have to watch. He ain't really got a choice. But oh, I hope he gets better. Dang, the whole season? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, he got a torn, torn pectella tendon. Everybody be wanting to play, but I don't know. Okay. But he's big he he's only a sophomore, so he has two more years left. But you know, in college football, once you get hurt, that's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? People will take your spot mm-hmm. in a minute, and then before you know it, yeah. you are you second string or you third string, or then you gotta transfer schools, go to a, you know a school that's not as good, so you can start again. It's, it's mm-hmm. it stinks the way you look at it. Very true. Uh, you know, best of luck to him. I mean, he got two more years, so maybe. I don't know. Maybe he 
can make one hell of a comeback. I mean, that would be a dope story too. So I would never say never. Never? Would you? Would you? Never? 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 I'm okay, just I'm saying. You can just count them out. He might have a chance. Do all that money they be having at these schools for these like just football teams alone. They don't have money for anything else, but let it be sports. Trust. They got enough for you to rehab and all that other stuff. So here we are. All right. Well, and then the um, the U.S. Open, you know, that's still going on. Um, go to our Twitter because that is too much to talk about all these stats. I am not going down all of these. <laughs> you see how I'm petty, everybody? I'm so petty. But look, we got to get y'all some more followers, so that's why I did that. So we got to need, need y'all to come follow us, come tweet at us, do whatever you need to do. And follow us on, you know, social media. Lindsay, that's all I got. That is it for sports. Keep Cool. Keep Sounds good. Okay, last thing. Just want to end it off with I'm so happy for Rihanna and just for all black girls around the world because she has now came out with her own foundation line. It's called Fenty Beauty, and she has literally over 40 shades of just different foundations um, for different women. So I think that's awesome because for the longest, um, a lot of makeup or even hair products um, weren't really out there for, you know, mixed girls or, you know, African-American girls or just women of color. So now that we're getting things more catered to our skin types um, and then even our shades, so we're just not looking crazy or looking like those girls in tutorials where it looks like really ashy when they take photos, like we're going to get something that's more natural and true to our skin tones. So it'll be really dope to see how well um, her foundation does in comparison to like, you know, Kim K's contour kit or Kylie's lip kits and all that stuff like that. So I'm really excited and I definitely will probably be purchasing some foundation just to see how it goes. So I hope it works out for her, most definitely, because we, we need some more products for our skin types. And not even on no racial stuff, but we just genuinely don't have a lot of products for our skin. So, yeah. But that's all I got. Um, But we definitely want to still leave y'all with a good word to go throughout the week. Um, Terrence, do you want to take this one or do you want me to, you know? Well, you know, I had one last week, but since, you know, you didn't like mine, use yours. So you got to get this week. I, I don't have one this week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so for this week mine is coming from Second Samuel twenty two verses forty seven through fifty. And it says, The Lord lives, blessed be my rock, exalted be God, the rock of my salvation, even the God who executes vengeance for me, who brings down peoples under me, who brings me away from my enemies. Yes, you lift me up above those who rise up against me. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, the Lord, among the nations, and will sing praises to your name. So, you know, anytime somebody tries to get you down, talk bad about you, or just make you feel like you're not worthy of something, remember you always got, you know, God right behind you. And even in the midst of things happening that may be chaotic, bad, or just seem, you know, impossible at the time, like, there's always a blessing on the other end, whether we see it at that moment or not, just, you know, know it's for a greater purpose. So, yeah, I hope everybody has a blessed week. That's all I have for you. So until next time, I'm Lindsay Lynn and I'm your host, T. Y'all be blessed. Everyone in Houston, y'all keep your head up and be blessed. God has a plan. Most definitely. All right, y'all. Until next time. We out. Y'all be blessed.